episode of Patience is a Virtue, the brand new sports betting podcast all about finding value in the futures markets across all different sports. My name is Andrew and I made this podcast for those of you who don't have the time to go through the markets on a day-to-day basis. I've been betting for about seven years now and one thing I realized is that it takes a lot of time if you want to bet game to game and week to week. But I do think there is value in the futures markets and that's what I've decided to focus on in this podcast. So each episode, I'm going to pick out a different sport, and we're going to go through some of the lines to see if we can find some value in the futures markets. I think this is a great way for the average sports better to stay involved in the game, but not have to spend so much time looking at the markets on a day-to-day basis. It can be very time-consuming. I know I don't have the time to do it, and many of you probably don't have the time as well. So hopefully we can work together, we can find some good markets here, and we can find some value in some valuable sports bets. And for our first episode, I picked out the sport which I know the best, which is soccer. So we're going to take a look at some bets in the English Premier League, but we're also going to go around Europe. We're also going to take a look at some bets in the Bundesliga and in Spanish La Liga, and we're going to finish out with some bets in the Champions League. So let's go ahead and get started with our first league, the EPL. Let's start by taking a look at the current standings as we go into the Boxing Day fixtures, which are going to be the first fixtures after the end of the World Cup. Arsenal are in first position on 37 points. Second place is Manchester City on 32 points. Newcastle are in third on 30 points. Fourth is Tottenham on 29 points. Fifth, Manchester United with 26. Sixth, Liverpool with 22. Brighton and Chelsea are tied for seventh position with 21 points. And Fulham, Brentford, and Crystal Palace all have 19 points. So taking a look at the market to win the title, Manchester City are the current favorites at minus 240. Arsenal are plus 220, Newcastle plus 3,400, Liverpool are also plus 3,400, Man United are plus 6,500, Tottenham are plus 6,500 as well, and everybody else is greater than 23 to 1. By the way, I should mention that the lines I'm going to use today are all coming from FanDuel. I don't have a particular book that I normally use. Really, it's very important to just shop around. And again, in this situation, the best lines I found are on FanDuel, with the exception of one bet. I'll tell you what that is, but I found that one on BetMGM. So just remember, find out as many books as you can and take a look at those just to try to see value where you can find them. It's important to do this in any betting, but I think especially in the futures bets. See, day-to-day betting, a lot of the domestic sports books here in America, they're going to get their lines all from the same place. Now, they might do slight adjustments when they get their lines, but they're not making their line. They're not making the lines themselves. They're actually getting it from a provider, which is why they're generally all the same. However, in futures, those can be determined a little bit differently, and depending on what type of money they're taking in, they're going to adjust their lines a little bit differently. So I think you're going to find a bigger disparity between the lines of books in the futures markets, which is why it's very important to shop around and have a couple different books, if you can, to place those bets. If you're just doing this for fun and you only have one book, that's perfectly fine. But if you take it a little bit more seriously, or if you have a little bit of extra money that you could spend on these different sports, I highly recommend opening up a couple different books and putting your money in between those different books, because you are going to find some different lines, and sometimes that really can matter. You're also going to find that some books 
put up different bets at different times, and some books will keep things open later in the season. Some of them will actually close the markets once seasons begin. So you're going to have more options on what bets to place, as well as the types of prices that you're going to get if you have different books that you can take a look at. But again, we're basically getting from FanDuel for this week, with the exception of one, which is going to come from BetMGM, but that's a little bit later on in the episode. So just want to let you know that as we start looking at the lines. Now again, going back to the title fixture. Despite the fact that Arsenal currently have a five-point lead going into this break, I think City are still the likely winners. They simply have the best quality players, and they have the best resources, and I really think they're going to come out on top again. But at that price, and for the length of how long you're going to have your money tied up in this bet, it's really not worth it. Again, this bet is going to get paid out in late May is when I believe the EPL season ends. So that's a long time to have a minus 240 bet out there. Now, I don't even think Arsenal is actually worth it at that price. Again, simply because of the length of time it's going to take for it to play out. And really, I think Manchester City are going to be the ones who are going to be able to ultimately win. If you do think that one of these two teams is the most likely to take home the victory, you're going to get a much better value trying to go game to game and picking out those particular spots. Ultimately, you will make up more money in that way. Something to also bear in mind, especially if you like Arsenal to win, is that by mid-February, Arsenal will have played their second game against Newcastle, Tottenham, Manchester United, and Manchester City. Now, if they're able to come out of those games with a fair amount of points, maybe able to get wins in most of those games, their odds are going to get much shorter. And so this is going to be the best price that you're going to get them at if you fancy Arsenal to actually ultimately win this league. If you think Arsenal are going to lose some of those games, the price is going to get much better for you but the chances that they're going to win are going to drop severely. So if you do like Arsenal, if you think they are the way to go, I would probably bet them now. But again, with the price and with the length of time that this before this bet actually cashes, I think it's just not a good investment. I think the one bet I would take a look at is Newcastle. Again, they're coming in at plus 3,400. They went into the World Cup break unbeaten in 11 of their last 12 EPL matches. They have a plus 18 goal differential, and they're unbeaten at home so far this season. Now, right now, I don't think they have the firepower to keep up with Manchester City or Arsenal, but the transfer window is coming up very soon, and with the money that this club has, if they're able to bring in some good transfers, both on the offensive and defensive end, I think they might be worth a small bet at this price to possibly challenge for the league title. Two other ways that I think you could play this, if you really like Manchester City to win the title, I think you could also take a look at parlaying them with another team in another league across Europe. For example, you could take Manchester City and Bayern Munich to win the Bundesliga, something like that. Now, another way you could also take a look is at a straight forecast. And in this case, I'm taking a look at Manchester City to win and Arsenal to come in second. So it has to be specifically City coming first, Arsenal coming second. And currently, I can see that at a minus 135 price. Now, obviously, that is a much better price. You're not getting plus money, and when you're looking at futures bets, you really don't want to try to go for plus money whenever possible. But for me, I think this is the most likely end position for these two squads, and getting it at minus 135 is still a pretty good price. Again, you really do want to try and get plus money value if you can, but if you really think Manchester City and Arsenal are going to finish in one and two positions, I think doing a straight forecast of City and Arsenal at minus 135 is a pretty good way to look at it as well. So those are your picks for the EPL title. Let's move on to the top four finish market. Manchester City are minus 20,000. Arsenal are minus 1350. Liverpool come in as minus 160. Man United at even money. Newcastle are plus 110. Tottenham are plus 125. And Chelsea are plus 340. And everybody else is larger than that. 
Now, I really do like Newcastle here. Kind of spelled that out a little bit earlier. But I think if they can bring in some impact transfers, they're going to have a great possibility of finishing in the top four. They do have a lot of skill so far. And I do think Manchester United are also going to be a team that's going to battle for one of these spots. I, I think Liverpool and Chelsea are actually weaker this year than they usually are. And I can definitely see at least one of them falling outside of the top four, which means there is going to be a spot open. And I really do think that Newcastle could finish in that position. The other team I really like is Manchester United, again, at even money. Now, they also come into the break unbeaten in 11 of their last 12 competitive matches. And they really seem to be figuring it out and putting it together before the break and really figuring out how to continue to improve. And with Ronaldo gone, I think they're going to have a much better chance of implementing Ten Hag's system. And so I expect them to be on the rise in the second half of the season. And I can definitely see them finishing in the top four. And if you get one of those two teams, again, they're both at, well, Manchester United is at even money. Newcastle is at plus 110. That is pretty good value for both of those two teams. I favor Newcastle, but I think if you want to take a look at Manchester United as well, I think either one of those would be a pretty good bet to finish in the top four. Now, from the good teams, let's move down to the bad, and let's take a look at the relegation market. The bottom of the standings see Wolves coming in in 20th position on 10 points. Southampton are in 19th position on 12 points. 18th is Nottingham Forest with 13 points. Everton in 17th with 14 points. West Ham United in 16th position, also with 14 points. Leeds are in 15th position with 15 points. Bournemouth in 14th with 16 points. And Leicester City are in 13th position with 17 points. Taking a look at the odds, Nottingham Forest are the favorites to be relegated at minus 220. Bournemouth at minus 210. Wolves at minus 115. Southampton plus 175. Everton plus 170. Leeds at plus 320. Fulham at plus 650, Brentford at plus 750, and everybody else is at least 10 to 1. Now, Nottingham Forest should go down. They have a minus 19 goal differential, and they only average 0.97 expected goals per match. They've been decent at home so far, but they're horrible on the road, and that's likely what is going to send them down. Now, if all the players they brought over in the offseason, and they brought in almost an entirely new team, if they're able to gel, they could possibly have a chance to stay up. But at this point, I really don't think that that's very likely. But at minus 220, as we talked about in the championship markets, that is not very good value for a play that is going to last so many months. So it's not one that I recommend. However, it is very likely to cash. So if you have that money to spend and you're not worried about the price, I would go ahead and take a look at Nottingham Forest to be relegated because I have a very hard time seeing them getting out of a relegation position. Now, I also think Bournemouth should go down as well. They have a minus 1.06 expected goal differential, and they're only three points clear of safety so far, so they definitely could drop into one of the relegation positions. Like Nottingham Forest, it's not the very best value. Again, they're coming in at minus 210, but they are a team that I fully expect to go down, so I think that play would cash as well. Now, Wolves are also a possibility. So far, they have a minus 16 goal differential on this season, and they're just not the same team that they have been in years past. Usually, they're a mid-table team, but they're just horrible this year. They have the second worst record both at home and also away, which is why they're down in 20th position. Now, they might be able to get some good transfers, and if they do that, they have a possibility of staying up just because of the pedigree of this organization. And they are actually only four points away from safety, so they could turn that around very quickly in the new year. They're really one of those teams that ultimately you expect them to be able to get out of this position. Actually, you don't expect them to get in this position in the first place. But if they do, you think they'll be able to get out of it, kind of like Everton did last year. But you always have to remember, sometimes these teams just don't ever put it together. And sometimes they just don't ever get out of the relegation position or they do just end up going down. So Wolves could be worth a pretty good look. 
I think Southampton is also a team that you should consider. Now, they're consistently at towards the, the bottom of the league, but this year they might be flying just a little bit too close to the sun. They're only 15th best in expected goals, which is not good. You want to be number one. And they're number seven in expected goals against, which is bad. You want to be number 20. That means you're giving up the least amount of goals. So they have a very bad combination of goals scored and goals against. So I think Southampton is a team that you can also consider, especially since you're getting some plus money on them. The final team I want to think about is Leeds. They're also a contender to go down. They only have two wins in their last 12 competitive matches, which is not good. They can score, but they're not very good at defending. And if they start off the second half of the season very slowly, I think their manager, Jesse Marsh, could definitely get fired. And when that happens, it's kind of hard to tell what's going to occur. The team could bring in another manager, which might inspire them and might push them to be able to get out of the relegation position. They're not going to go very far up the table if they do that, but they might get out of the relegation position. They could also turtle up and just ultimately give up on the season and end up going down because they just assume for the players, they're going to go somewhere else. So it doesn't really matter too much if Leeds ends up going down. It's really hard to tell what would happen with them, but Leeds does have a pretty good price on going down, and I can't see them being much further up in the table than where they're going to be, even if they start to play a little bit better. So I think Leeds is a team that you could also consider for a relegation bet. Ultimately, the two teams that I really do think are going to go down, Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth, the prices aren't very good to place a bet right now. You might want to take a look at it. Maybe they'll get off to a decent start in the second half, and maybe if they can pick up a couple points, their odds will shorten, because ultimately I do think they're going to go down. But right now, I'm not sure there's any bets in the relegation market, but you could take a look again at Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth. I do think those are fairly safe plays. It's just the value and the length of time that is keeping me from actually recommending those as bets. So next, let's move over to the Spanish La Liga, and we're also going to take a look at the relegation market there. Currently in the bottom of the standings, we have Elche in 20th position on 4 points, Cadiz in 19th position with 11 points, 18th is Sevilla with 11 points, Celta Vigo in 17th with 12 points, Espanyol are in 16th position also on 12 points, Getafe are in 14th position, excuse me, they're in 15th position on 14 points, Almeria are in 14th position on 16 points, and Girona are in 13th position on 16 points. The odds to go down see Elche at minus 4,000. Cadiz at minus 170, Ameria are plus 175, Espanyol are plus 200, Catafe are plus 280, Valladolid are also plus 280, and Girona are plus 475. Everybody else is greater than 8 to 1. Now, for my pick, I do think Cadiz is a pretty good value at minus 170. They have a minus 17 goal differential so far this year. They only have one home win, a 0.9 expected goal average, and 2.07 expected goals against, which means they have a minus 1.17 expected goal differential overall. They lost their first five La Liga games this season, and they've only gone two wins, five draws, and three losses since. They've only scored nine goals in 14 games so far, and so their offense is at a point where I definitely think that they're going to have a very good chance of getting relegated. They're just not putting the ball in the back of the net. I think Atafe are also a solid bet at plus 280. They currently have a minus 0.89 expected goal differential overall and only minus 0.75 expected goals at home. Currently, they are only safe by three points, and I think they're going to need to fight towards the bottom of the table the entire season. So getting plus money on them is a pretty good value. For me, the best price would be on Sevilla at plus 1300. Now, they're not the type of organization to be relegated. In fact, they used to be one of the top leagues, or they, excuse me, one of the top teams in all of Europe, let alone Spain. But this team is just not at that level. Currently at home this year, they're winless, and they've only scored four goals in seven games. 
And they are much better on the road, which is how they could be able to get safe. But I think at this price, it actually is worth a small bet. I wouldn't put too much money on it, but I think it is worth a bet in this situation. So again, I really do like Kadits to go down at minus 170, but I think Atafe is also a fairly decent bet at plus 280. Again, you are getting plus value on that, which is what we do want for our futures whenever we can. But I can't see Kadits being able to get out of a relegation position. So that is going to be my favorite for the La Liga relegation picks. Next, let's take a look at the German Bundesliga top four finish market. In the standings, we have Bayern Munich in first position on 34 points, Freiburg in second on 30, RB Leipzig are in third position, 28 points, Frankfurt are in fourth position on 27 points, Union Berlin also have 27 points in fifth position. In sixth position, we have Dortmund on 25 points, Wolfsburg are in seventh position on 23 points, and in eighth position, we have Mönchengladbach on 22 points. The top four finish market sees RB Leipzig at minus 450, Dortmund at minus 250, Freiburg at minus 155, Frankfurt at even money, Union Berlin at plus 220, and Gladbach at plus 750. Everybody else is greater than 9 to 1. Now you'll notice that I did not mention a line for Bayern Munich. That is because the bookies think that it is such a foregone conclusion that they will finish in the top four that they're simply not even offering a line on that. And I think that is fair. I think Bayern should easily win this league. They're pretty much always the best team in Germany. They rarely are contested at that. I believe they've won nine or ten straight league titles, and this should be another one in their belt. However, moving down below them, there is quite a jumble. In fact, there's only five points which separate the second position and the sixth position. So it's very tight to see who's going to finish in the top four. Now, RB Leipzig definitely have the talent and the resources to finish in one of those spots, but the price is simply too high to take them. Even on the bets that I said earlier that around minus 210, minus 220, and I said those could be okay because they should go down. With Leipzig at a minus 450 price, you simply don't want to take that. I cannot see them finishing outside of the top four, but at that price, it is not worth your time and it's not worth your investment to make that bet at all. I think Dortmund should also finish in the top four, basically for the same reasons as Leipzig. Now, they're at minus 250, which is a little bit of a better bet. I still would not recommend that, but at least the price is a little bit better. Dortmund's offense is not what it has been in the past, but their defense actually has gotten a little bit better. So their offense has fallen off a bit, but their defense has gotten a little bit stronger. Ultimately, they should finish in the top four, which I think leaves one spot after Bayern Munich, Leipzig, and Dortmund. Now, I like Freiburg to take this final spot. Their keeper, Flecken, he has actually had the most clean sheets of anybody in Bundesliga, any goalkeeper in Bundesliga. Freiburg are currently number four in expected goals overall and number two in expected goals at home. And they've only failed to score in three games so far. Last year, they were in fourth place with two games to go, and they ended up losing both of those games, which caused them to drop down to sixth position. I think this team has the talent to stay in the top four and to compete for the top four. And I think they should be motivated to not let the same thing happen last year as what, or same thing happened this year as what happened last year. So I really do think that Freiburg have a very good shot at ending up in the top four position. Again, they are at minus 155, and we do like to have a plus money price on these, but I think they are a pretty good bet to be able to get one of those top four spots. I can't see Freiburg getting this. I think Freiburg are ultimately going to drop off. Union Berlin simply don't have the offense to stay in the top four position, and Luchin Gladbach are just a little bit too far off. So I do think Freiburg, they're a strong team. I think they should ultimately finish in the top four. Minus 155, it's not the greatest price ever, but that would be the bet that I would recommend if you wanted to take a look at the top four finish market in the German Bundesliga. Now let's stay in Germany and take a look at the top six finish market. Again, Bayern Munich are not listed here, so we start off with Leipzig at minus 5,000. Dortmund are minus 2,500. 
Freiburg at minus 650, Frankfurt at minus 250, Union Berlin at minus 110, Munchen Gladbach at plus 175, Bayer Leverkusen at plus 200, and Wolfsburg are also at plus 200. Now in this market, I actually kind of like Union Berlin. They finished in fifth place last year, and they started off this season very strong. They were leading the league for quite a while. So I think Union does have the potential to get into a top six finish. However, they have been overperforming their expected goals with 24 goals scored on only 15 expected. So it is possible that they could get some negative regression coming into the new year. But on the other side of it, they've allowed 3.73 more goals than were expected. So their defense is due for some positive regression as well. So I think if those even out, Union has a chance to maintain their position towards the top six. I think Wolfsburg are also an interesting pick. They have similar stats to Union Berlin, and they come in on a four-game Bundesliga winning streak. And they only have one loss so far at home this season, so they have been tough at home. That could be worth a small bet since you are getting plus money, although it is only plus 200, and that is a long time to hold your money up. So for top six finish, I do think Union Berlin would be my pick if you wanted to place a bet and get some decent value in the German Bundesliga. And let's finish up Germany by taking a look at the relegation market. In 18th position is Schalke on 9 points. 17th position is Bochum on 13 points. Stuttgart are in 16th position on 14 points. Hertha Berlin is in 15th position on 14 points. Augsburg is in 14th position on 15 points. Cologne are in 13th position on 17 points. And Bayer Leverkusen are in 12th position on 18 points. Looking at the odds, Schalke are minus 500 favorites to go down. Bochum are minus 165, Augsburg plus 135, Hertha Berlin are plus 250, Stuttgart are plus 350, and Cologne are plus 600 to go down. Schalke are definitely deserving favorites to go down, but the price is way too high, especially for a bet that will take this long to cash. I do actually like Bochum to go down as well. They have a minus 0.61 expected goal differential overall, and they're minus 17 on a goal differential when they're playing on the road. They simply give up too much goals to be expected to stay up, and getting them at a price of minus 200 is pretty good value, except for the length of the bet. So I think Balkum is worth a look, but for me, the best bet of these would be Augsburg to go down. They are overperforming their expected goals and their overall points, so regression should be coming in the second half of the season. They have a negative 8 goal differential, and their last Bundesliga win was on October 2nd versus Schalke, who again is the worst team in the league. Now, they're always near the bottom of the table, and this year it might just be time for them to go down. They just might not be able to save themselves. They never score enough goals, and they rely on tight, low-scoring games. And I'm just not certain they're going to be able to pull it out this year. So getting them at a small plus-money price could have some value as well. I think that would be the pick that I would place if I was going to dip into the German Bundesliga relegation market. So finally, we're going to move on to the Champions League, and we're going to take a look at the winner's market. Now, Manchester City lead that market at plus 160. Bayern Munich at plus 650, PSG at plus 850, Liverpool plus 1,000, Napoli plus 1,100, and Real Madrid at plus 1,300. Everybody else is bigger than that. Now, it's hard to look past Manchester City to win the Champions League, but at that price, it's just a little bit too short for this time of year. Plus, they always seem to fail at the end, and so I think you're going to be better off waiting until they get a little bit further in the tournament and then trying to bet them at that point. For me, I really like PSG at this price. It's a great price for a team that has such strong attacking talent, now, I'm recording this right after the World Cup Final, a game in which both Messi and his PSG teammate, Kylian Mbappe, both put on stellar performances and both got two total goals. And those are just two of the top three players, along with Brazil's Neymar, who lead this PSG attack. And they're very strong. Their, their weakness is on the back end, but I think they really have a good shot at possibly winning the Champions League title this year. Again, they came runner-up 
in 2020 to Chelsea, and they did that without Messi. Now, PSG is not used to the level of competition that they see in the Champions League, but they should have league wrapped up fairly early, so they can be able to rest some of their players, and that could be very important after this World Cup, where some of the best players got a little bit more extra work than they would have at this point in the season. Well, the Italian game talent that they have in the PSG front line, I really do think that they have a chance to make this a victory for them and to win the Champions League title. In addition, I think Bayern Munich and Liverpool are also a little bit weaker than they were in the past, and I don't see them as strong contenders for this title. I think Napoli, while they've played well in Serie A, they're going to be in a very tight competition to win that title. And so I don't see them as realistic contenders for the Champions League title. And I can't see Real Madrid making a run twice in a row. Now, I didn't think they were going to win it last year, and they proved me wrong. But at this price and with Karim Benzema out currently, I just can't see Real Madrid making it two in a row. So that really just leaves Manchester City and PSG. So if you can get PSG at plus 850 to win the Champions League, I think that's excellent value, especially as they should definitely make it to the semifinals, maybe the finals, and you can bet against that if you want to. Now, another way that you could take a look at this, you could also take a look at PSG to make the final, just make the final, not win it. And you can get that at plus 350, and that's actually a bet MGM. That's the one bet I was talking about. Now, I also think that that is great value because, again, they don't have to actually win this. They just have to make it to the semifinal. So your bet by cash just slightly sooner, and there's a little bit less risk on it. Well, so I think those are two bets that you could take a look at towards the winner of the Champions League. Again, they're both PSG. Then you can either bet PSG to win the whole thing at plus 850, or PSG to just make the final at plus 350. And that's it for all the bets this week. Thank you all so much for joining me for the very first episode of Patience is a Virtue. If you like what you heard, please give me a five-star rating and a review, and please also follow the podcast so you can get the new episodes as soon as they drop. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you for the next episode.